All right, what you need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here she is, producer Lindsay Baseball with what we need to know. Thanks, Cappy. <laughs> All right, so uh, yesterday the NFL announced the Super Bowl pregame entertainment lineup mm-hmm. whoop, whoop, from uh, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And uh, we got another, um, I guess you want to call her... Veteran country singer, oh, Reba wow. McIntyre. Oh, use the word veteran. veteran. Yes. You, you, I mean, veteran. You, were, you were so on the verge of saying old No, I wasn't. I, I'm trying to be wow. I'm trying to be polite correct. and politically correct. Veteran. Reba McIntyre, okay. uh, veteran lady. country singer. Mm-hmm. She's going to be doing the national anthem, and Post Malone will sing America the Beautiful. Take your nice. veteran butt on out of here. Does that work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> I think yeah. so. Rather than old ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cappy Get your was veteran cell phone out of here. Cappy was so unhappy with Dolly Parton that they th- they thought, you know what? Instead of getting Dolly for this, we're gonna get Reba McIntyre, the well, next best the thing. thing is, it, the thing is, yeah. it was it was like honestly, <laughs> Dolly Parton. I can teach your son how to do a uh, a tie. If you like I am watching you right now. George is putting on his tie. I like it. George, what kind of knot are you <laughs> choosing Windsor to knot. create tonight? Is that a Windsor? Yeah. Which kind At of knot Windsor? you making? Half Windsor. Just a halfie. Wow. A half a Windsor. Halfie. Okay, half Windsor. No, all I'm saying is that the day of the Thanksgiving game in Dallas, when they had Dolly Parton do the halftime, oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, but she was wearing like a uh, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit. Yes. but the great. But the midriff area was like skin colored so that you didn't see her like actual skin because she's like so? 79 years old or something like that. And I don't blame her, but it just, to me, the outfit looked kind of ridiculous. I like Dolly Parton, but she she was holding onto the stage because she was wearing these high heels where she couldn't balance. I don't know anything about yeah, Reba McIntyre. It landed flat. It did not work. Yeah. It wasn't but, Dolly's fault. It I just know, did Reba, not she, work. She's saying, like, let's give them something to talk about. No one about. knew how to react to it, I don't think that's Reba McIntyre. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, no, is, isn't that's it? not Reba no, McIntyre. I don't think so. I okay, think that is that's, uh, Bonnie Raitt. Yes, You're Bonnie right. Raid, I get yeah. them confused. The two of them, I mix them up. You're right, because they both have red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mom was a big Bonnie wow. Raitt fan. By the way, I watched a documentary last night on uh, June Carter Cash, and you know she's like Johnny Cash's wife. Yes, um, and Dolly Parton was in it, and she looks fabulous. Yeah. yeah, but how long ago was it? It was just like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Was she wearing a just... Dallas Cowboys uh, cheerleader yeah. outfit? No. Well, you stop. well, that's probably why she looked nice. Wow. Hey, George, looking sharp, baby. How, looking good, you know, my man. When they when you they asked, tie, tie, tie. when they proposed that idea, I mean, how were we supposed to react to that? The Reba McIntyre thing? No, I mean, it's Dolly two Parton extremes, though. In the, in the uh, Dallas Cowboy uniform. I'm I'm fine with it. I think she looked good. Yeah. She nailed it. It's Dolly. Okay. But anyway, moving on. I mean, I just got ripped by everybody, DeMarco, for being honest with my opinions about the whole thing. What did you say? I said she looked ridiculous and, and she well, couldn't, she couldn't you know, walk up not, and down the she, stage. That's she does, not true. She doesn't have to be your thing for you to, like... Not for it to not be. She looked uncomfortable. I don't though. think. I don't think ridiculous <laughs> is the word. I wasn't sure what she was supposed to be doing. Like, what was she supposed to be doing? Uh, uncomfortable. She was singing. Huh? She was singing. She was lip syncing. She was busy. Okay. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Reba right. McIntyre. Mm-hmm. National and, anthem for Reba. And then Post Malone. Those are like two pretty opposite extremes. You right. Know? Yeah. I love Post Malone. By the yeah. way. Yeah. Does Post him. Malone sing or does yeah. he like? Oh yeah, he rap. Sings. sings and raps. He's, he sings. Yeah. He's, very and then talented. who's the halftime at the Super Bowl this year? Usher. Usher. You know, I walked in on a conversation. Corporate Greg asked me, like, does Usher need someone else? Yes, I think he does. I And I said, for me, no. But for for some people, probably. Uh, you know, some people don't really know. They don't rock with Usher. They don't know about Usher. Like, some people don't listen to his music. So to them, it's like, who is this guy? Does Usher sing... Um 
uh, get that money, 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 that money, money, money. He's he's part of that song. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he a, fe- he's a feature in that song. Who yeah. else is in that song? Uh, I think it's Juicy J. Oh, Juicy J. That's right, Juicy J. Yeah. Do you know who Juicy J? Like, what group he's from, Cappy? Um, Juicy J and the Juicies. <laughs> and the Juicies. And the Juicettes. That's a pretty good guess, though. Right, like Juicettes. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's pretty good. Who, 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 you sound like he's trying to get out of a, a ticket. Mafia. <laughs> you sound like you're lying to a cop. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the juicies. Well, there. Juicy J and the, the, J and the juice boxes. <laughs> yeah. I'm the what manager. Eighty. Well, <laughs> right. Well, wow. Yeah. You know that's what that's what Dolly Parton thinks. Wow. <laughs> Dolly Parton. It's her birthday, isn't it? Yeah, she yeah. Ain't, she had no idea who Post Malone is. I'll tell you that. I right bet she now. does. I bet she does. She don't know who I Usher is. I bet she does. I, I bet, bet she. I bet she really listen, does. Listen, Dolly Parton is very is. hip to like the current artists. Oh, yeah. She does collabs with like Miley Cyrus and People, like she's big. Yeah, she turns yeah. down a lot of collabs. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, she does, huh? Oh yeah. All right, I didn't know that. Yep. All right. Well, that is what you need to know. It's being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. All right, Demarco's in the house. I would take Lamar this year. Sorry, I'm still on that. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. Who would you take? Mahomes well, or Lamar Jackson? I mean, not look, historically. Right. I'm talking to win three more games in 2024. Right now. Right now. Right now. For three I'm, more games, that's it. Yeah, but I'm taking Lamar, but not just because of Lamar. I would take Lamar Jackson right now to win three more games because I think he has a significantly better team this year. Yeah. Yeah, than yeah. what Patrick Mahomes in has In totality, no doubt. You're taking Baltimore. I was just looking at Baltimore's defense. Uh, leading in sacks, leading in points allowed. Uh, so it's not just Lamar. I mean, that's just half of your problems when you deal with Baltimore. Uh, once that defense steps on the field, they're as good as the offense. But, yeah, from here on out, on, on a level playing field for three games, I'd take Lamar over just about anybody left playing. DeMarco, and, feel, I feel, and feel really good about my chances. Yeah, I, I feel like this game, the first game on Saturday between Houston and Baltimore. Yeah. And and this is the first year of my life I've ever bet on football. I've never been doing that to yourself. Uh, well, well, here, first of all, I'll tell you I'll tell you why I never okay. bet before. Okay. Yeah. So th- there's a there's a little bit of a story to go along here. Go ahead. When I was a freshman in college. I had these neighbors, you know, that were not football players that were all, hey, these guys are from Philly. Hey, I got a bookie. I throw five dimes on the game. Come on, Cap, let's go. Yeah. And and Buffalo was playing Cincinnati. Uh, Jim Kelly against Boomer Esiason on a Monday night football game, and I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Buffalo would win this game. I don't know anything about point spreads. I don't know anything about lines. I don't know anything about vigs. I don't know anything about anything, right? And I bet $50 on the Bills to win the game. By the way, I didn't have $50. I was a freshman in college. And the Bengals covered the spread. And my neighbor said to me, hey, I need that 50 bucks." I said, for what? He said, you got to pay the guy. I go, oh, I, I mean, I, this is my first experience around this. I didn't know you actually had to really do this, you know? So keep in mind, I'm the guy that went into the Lexus Club at Crypto.com Arena oh. and had $4,000 worth of food and thought it was free. Yeah, yeah. So You're the guy at the beginning of, like, Goodfellas, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, so... Okay, so I've never bet football ever in my life. I'm just starting to now get into you know betting football a little bit. So I feel like what Vegas is trying to say to me, DeMarco, is this. You saw Houston destroy Cleveland last week. Yes. Okay. Baltimore has been off for a week, so maybe they're going to be rusty. Cap, but you- no, 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 stop. Stop. There's no way. 
There's no way Houston upsets Baltimore. Is that where you're going? No, not at all. Oh. In fact, what I'm saying is I think Vegas is trying to get me to be a sucker, and I think what they're saying to me is, hey, kid, you saw what Houston did to Cleveland. Yes, I did. I saw Joe Flacco throw two pick sixes. Yeah. I saw I saw a defense that didn't have their healthiest uh, pass rusher put on no pressure. I saw no coverage in the secondary, and I saw C.J. Stroud have his way with that defense. But it was indoors, and they were home. Now Houston, with a 22-year-old quarterback and a rookie head coach, goes on the road. They're going to play in sub-30-degree temperatures, and they're playing against the best team in the AFC, and I think the best team in all of football. So they're trying to get me to say, I think Houston will cover the 9.5 points. Whoa. I think Baltimore destroys Houston. What do you think? I, that's we're, we're in agreement, yes. That's a long way of saying that Baltimore is going to smash Houston. I love the whole C.J. Stroud story. I really do. Uh, Baltimore having a week off is, is not – that's not a, a problem. That's not to their detriment. That's to their benefit. They're a physical football team. They play a physical brand of ball. They out-hit everyone they play. Uh, from quarterback on to safety, this is how they win football games. They take it to you. So having a week off is actually a good thing but for isn't them. It, isn't it it's more a like bad thing for Houston. What's that? Isn't it more like two weeks they've been off? Because they didn't really like play. Either way, the last getting game. rest is great for a team like them. They're not about rhythm. They're about physicality. They're about knocking your teeth out over and over and over again. Having two weeks to rest, great for Baltimore, bad for the Texans, bad for C.J. Stroud. This could be ugly. Yeah, I would love for Houston to pull the upset. That would turn the NFL upside down, but it ain't going to happen. There's well, no way in the world. I'm with you on that. I mean, it's a nine-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, Baltimore at home, again, it's 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 outdoors. There's going to be weather to contend with. And you got a 22-year-old kid who last week at home had a great win against a beaten-down team. And I, I'm, I think Baltimore wins this game. I think they win it going away. And I think what Vegas is trying to get me to do is to be a sucker in taking Houston to cover, and I'm taking Baltimore to cover the nine-and-a-half points. DeMarco is in. And we got a lot of NFL divisional round football to talk about. But coming up next, I got to ask DeMarco, is he now rooting for Jared Goff? We'll get to that next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 AM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. SPN. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You feeling that, huh? This song reminds me of my parents. Tell me more. Oh, that's cute. Like being in the backseat of the car while they're driving, and this mm-hmm. is on the radio, mm-hmm. and I got Kool-Aid, and I'm trying not to spill it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <A> flavor Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, grape. Come that's on, right. Now. Oh, yeah. Come oh, on, now. grape. Really? <laughs> Fewer stains in the car. Yeah, really? Absolutely. I was thinking red. No, no. See, that stains everything. That oh, red really? Kool-Aid never comes, yeah. never comes out. Never comes out. Never comes out. Yeah, you got to burn it. Yeah, you got to burn it out. Yeah. So the grape Kool-Aid spills on the car, it's fine, it's but the red Kool-Aid spills and it, it's done. like acid or oh, something? Oh, yeah. Done. Ever. Really? It'll never come out. It'll be there when you sell the car. You know, why <laughs> in the heck? And uh, did, Cap, why did Cleveland fall in love with Deshaun Watson? I, I don't was, think I, they did. I was halfway about to make fun of Lindsey, but I'm not going to do that because I know how Cleveland fans are right now. But why Why did they fall in love with him? Cleveland! Why this did, is for you! Why did they pay him all that I money? I don't think Cleveland fans are in love with Deshaun Watson. No, but, like, but I know not, they're not in love. No, maybe I mean, not the fans, ownership. The ownership. When right. they paid oh. him that much because money. Because they're desperate. Right, because they were desperate. And and you know what? And, Coming and off I, Baker Mayfield. Right, and I think, I think this, DeMarco. Oh, okay. I, I, I think this. They had Baker Mayfield, and they had uh, last week. They were in Houston. They had hope, and, and they were Hank trying to hang on to it. Okay, right, it makes but, sense. But, yeah, but they were but they were in Houston last week, and they saw C.J. Stroud, the replacement for yeah. their guy, Deshaun Watson, who's sitting on the bench with a cast on his arm, and saying, "Wait a second, we paid this guy two hundred fifty million dollars of guaranteed money. The rest of the NFL ridiculed us for doing that." Uh, the other owners in the league hate my guts for doing what I did, and this guy has given us absolutely nothing. And now his replacement across the field is lighting up our defense. And furthermore, when it got to Sunday night, they sat there and they, and they watched Baker Mayfield. Or it was Monday night, and Baker's they, in the playoffs. And, wow! Not, and and beat the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles and moved on to the next round. Oh so so gosh. that's but that's why they fired their offensive staff. It, don't even get me started because so you know, heads must roll. You know how the NFL is. I mean, you can't fire the owner. Right, You're not going to fire the head coach. You can't fire the player. So somebody's got to go. It's got to be Van Pelt. I bet I bet Van Pelt was happy to get out of there. Um, I would say that there was a part of him that was like really insulted that he was fired because nobody yeah. likes to be fired, especially when you've just come off an but 11 But you're out of that season. mess. You're out of that mess now. But it's like, it's like I told him the other day when we talked. I go, brother, that's why they're the Cleveland Browns. Wow. The Browns you know? is the Browns. Wow. Is Juju Smith. I never thought I'd said. ever say this, Lindsay. You guys should have stuck with Baker Mayfield. No, if, yeah, you know really. what I said? <laughs> I said, yeah, they should have stuck with Baker because wow. then maybe they'd have C.J. Stroud because Baker was so bad with wow. the Browns that was not going to change. He this needed to terrible. leave. Oh my really God! How do you get bad. out of this mess? How, if you're Cleveland, how do you get out of this? You know. Well, here's what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. They'll next year they'll fire their head coach. Yep. I mean, that's that's the next move because they're going to take play calling duties from him. So, uh, but I want to talk to you, Demarco, wow. about what we saw last week with the Rams, and and just to kind of put a bow on the Rams season. I also want to yeah. get back to the divisional round. Before I do, I want to remind everybody that tonight 
is another Lakers Live at LA Live before tonight's Lakers Nets game at Crypto.com, and it's presented by Michelob Ultra. Now, it started a little while ago, but if you go out on the streets tonight as you're making your way in for the Laker game and you find the ESPN LA street team, you're going to have a chance to win a Lakers autographed basketball, and there's a ton of other prizes we've got for you. And it's all from our friends at BBGo. They're going to have their Korean street food activation going on. It's all happening on Chick Hearn Court tonight, oh. happening right now at LA Live for the Lakers Live. Wait, what time are we done? We're done at 6. You should get done they and go right out on the streets. Down there. I saw the basketball court. It looks fun down there. Yeah. And, yeah. dude, uh, I don't know if you've had any of the BBGo products. Oh, come on, man. Dude, are you those me? things. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Those things are fire. Absolutely. Yeah, in the pantry, in the freezer, everywhere. No doubt. Nice. So, DeMarco, I just, just to get your thought here, and then I want to go back to the uh, divisional round. Yeah. But what we saw last week from the Rams and the way the season came to an end. And, and I just remember this is uh, – I, for some reason, I've never been able to get this out of my head. When the Rams got Stafford and the Lions got Goff, yeah. that first year, you know, obviously you know that these two teams played each other in SoFi, right? Yeah. When the game ended and Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford had a chance to come up to each other at the 50-yard line after the game, Stafford said to Goff, just hang in there. And, and that phrase, just hang in there, kind of meant, hey, man, I've taken the beatings, I've taken the losses, I know how bad it sucks, I'm sorry for you, um, but just hang in there and look at how like things... an old set of blank. Yep. Yep. And look at how things turned. So my first question to you would be this: Are you now that the Rams are eliminated? Are you rooting for Jared Goff's success? I know I am. I'm not sure, Cap. Um, any other day, absolutely. Um, look, uh, I. Can, can I say I was a Jared Goff apologist? I, it wasn't that. It was just I was pointing out the obvious. There were a lot of people that hated Jared Goff when he was the uh, the L.A. Rams quarterback. And I, I kept telling them, look, it's it's the guy is pretty darn good. Uh, if you give him the right offense, if you give him the right offensive line, if you give, give him the right system, he will pick you apart. Jared was good up there in Detroit. He was absolutely fantastic. He was throwing darts when he wasn't pressured. He was classic Jared Goff, good enough to beat you on any given day. Um, but it was a weird experience out there in Detroit, man. It was, you know, how they treated Matthew Stafford when he took the field, how they treated his family kind of turned me off to Detroit right now. So, uh, it's kind of hard for me to root for the lions at this point, but as far as Jared, yeah, I, I would love for Jared to hang in there and, and become a champion. Uh, it, it did kind of suck that the Rams won a Super Bowl and then, you know, Jared was not on that football team because of how hard he tried and how close they got him. So there is a connection to to Jared Goff. But, yeah, right now, um, less than a week out, it's it's kind of hard for me to root for Detroit at this point. Because you, you didn't like the fact that they were booing Stafford? You know, it was just weird. Okay, so when's the last time you've been to Detroit? Uh, the last time I was in that stadium uh, was probably the Super Bowl which is like Seattle versus Pittsburgh, and that's got to be going back 20 years. Okay, 20 years. It, it's been a minute. So what was your thoughts on downtown Detroit? Uh, back then? Um, like place you would avoid? Yeah, I mean, it was just, first of all, it was cold, it was wet, and I was like, why is the Super Bowl here? But um, I don't remember downtown being fun or exciting. Okay, downtown used to have a, it used to have a lot of ur urban blight, right? So you know me, I like to talk to people. So the... People of Detroit that work at the stadium told me downtown has changed. It's thriving. They got all four teams within like a quarter mile of each other. It's like a sports town. Mm -hmm. And it was a thriving place with bars and there's people walking, there's dog walking. So 
It was a night game, first playoff game in 30 years. So they were having fun. So you've been through this in New Orleans with those crowds, how they have a lot of fun throughout the day, and when they get to the stadium, they're just rowdy. So Detroit was rowdy, but it was new rowdy. So some of that stuff kind of spilled over. It's like, dang, I can't believe you're saying that with your kids right there. So, <laughs> And then when Stafford took the field, how the place just kind of booed him. That was just eh, – it's just kind of wrong. And then – you know, Detroit, the game they were playing and, you know, the officials with they were holding their flags. It was just kind of a mess. So leaving that place, I'm happy for Detroit. I'm happy for Jared Goff. I'm happy for some guys in that front office. Some of those guys are my good friends. Mark Brunell is their quarterback coach. He's my college teammate. Dre Bly is their cornerback's coach. He was my uh, my teammate in the Super Bowl in 99. I love some of these guys, but Coming from that experience, yeah, hard for me to root for Detroit at this point. I understand, but on the other hand, I mean, if you weren't so connected to the Rams, you know, you would say, hey, look, these guys haven't hosted a playoff game in 30 years, and um, as much as they loved Matthew Stafford and what he gave to them, um, he's now on the opposing team, and just as much as they booed Stafford, there was that chant before the game, Jared Goff, Jared Goff, that was cool. I did not see, I still haven't seen it, everybody told me about it, uh, did they put Kelly Stafford and the girls on the on the jumbotron during the game, and they got booed? No, Is that, that what happened? That I couldn't tell you, but I mean, like they they were walked in, you know. So everyone knows everyone. That was the crazy thing. That's one of the things I asked Matthew Stafford. What was weird about being back there? He was like, just when I see people I know, you know, how do I you know react to those people right now? So. Everyone knows. They know. So, you know, you were getting booze for some, you know, not in the stadium, like inside the stadium. You know, when, when other fans would see you in these little, you know, uh, what do you call that? The, uh, the the VIP areas where you can see the teams walk in. You were getting booed in there. Yeah, Cappy, they weren't shown on the Jumbotron. I actually meant to tell you this the other day. When Kelly brought this up on her podcast, she clarified that, like, there was a video. It was like NFL Films or something or whatever. Of, like, someone, like, filmed her and her daughters, like, walking in mm-hmm. from, like, the tunnel. And that's gotcha. when, like, somebody, yeah. like, people that were, hold, that were like, videoing in the stands nearby were booing her. Okay, gotcha. I mean, listen, I, I all I'm going to say is that it is what it is. Detroit yeah. Lions fans have, have gone an entire lifetime without having any success. This was their one time. And now they've got, on, on Sunday afternoon, this is the early game, Tampa Bay comes to town. Tampa Bay beat up on Philadelphia last week, but DeMarco, Philadelphia imploded, man. Right, right. The Eagles fell apart the last half of the season. The Eagles don't hate their head coach. They don't hate their head coach. Uh, I truly believe that in the locker room. They don't hate him. Then how do you implode like that? I think it was more internal stuff in the locker room. I think it was amongst the players. Which leads to your head coach. I feel like with Sirianni, he relates so you, you a lot like, more. I like Sirianni. Personally. You like Sirianni? I do. Okay. I, I think the I think the I think the biggest Look, issue implode, was the OCs and the DCs. When you implode like that and you start hearing the two words, player or three words, players only meetings, that's bad. That that usually speaks to a problem with player and coach. Yeah, but uh, you know, you know, you, I mean, you know, like yeah. when, it, when it comes to like things don't go your way and adversity hits, I don't think the Eagles knew how to deal with adversity. They've been doing nothing but success ever since he's been there. I mean, the man's made it to the playoffs three years I, in a row. I, 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 something clearly has gone wrong in Philadelphia, and it's it's got to have something to do with him. I think so, I, I think yeah. the Eagles are going to switch up as far as within the offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators because you're too talented to be you know way out too of, talented way across too the whole talented, board, no doubt. So, but but to your point, I think Detroit beats Tampa. 
Yeah, and no so and, and so yeah. again, I'm I'm looking at this from a what is Vegas trying to get me to do? They're saying, hey, you saw what Tampa Bay did to Philadelphia, so you think they're really good, don't you? And then they go, hey, you saw that Detroit just barely skated by the Rams by one point, so you don't think they're that good, do you? And the answer is, I saw Tampa Bay in Week 18 score nine points against Carolina. I think Detroit not only wins that game, I think they cover the six and a half points. That's the way I'm going to play the game, Demarco. Wow. Uh, look, um, I'm. Oh, I can't go there with you. I think Tampa's going to put up a big fight. Baker Mayfield's not not going to go down easy. He's not going to go out easy. He really isn't. He's going to ugly that game up. And look, like I said, Detroit plays a physical style. Let's see if they can do it two weeks in a row. Because that game was hard-hitting. Hard-hitting. Yeah. I said yeah. whoever wins this game probably loses the next week. But because it's Tampa, I say Detroit beats Tampa. But it's not going to be a runaway. All right, DeMarco's in for Sedano. Sedano went across the street to Crypto.com. He's calling the game tonight on ESPN between Brooklyn and the Lakers. Stick around because coming up next, it is time for the award-winning Radio Tinder. This is Sedano and Cap. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I didn't, know Breaking, Bad, I didn't know Breaking Bad was on ABC at first. Oh. No, AMC. Oh, Cap. I thought he said ABC. I met Brian Cranston. When? He was on oh, the plane the going to Detroit. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, oh, what he, a nice he, guy. Did he fly on the team plane? He was flew he like on a the guest? plane. He was, we were in the same row. He was like four seats to my left. You know, he's got such a connection to the radio station. Yeah. And, you know, he and Steve Mason were longtime business partners. I've not met him. I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad. I'd love to meet the guy. Dude, it was crazy. We're walking down the jetway going to the buses so we can go to the hotel. And I'm yeah. like, we have a friend, and I hope... Mason's not mad. I said, we have a friend in common, Steve Mason. And he stops me and goes, I love what you guys do on the radio. Like he already knew about, cause he listens to the show. He listens yeah. to the station. I'm like, wow, yeah. that caught me off guard. Brian Cranston like, likes what we do. Oh, don't be caught off guard at all, DeMarco. As I try and explain to everybody who works here and nobody listens to me, everybody is listening to ESPN LA everybody listens to 710 so whether they're the biggest movie stars really? on the planet oh absolutely 100% yeah. everybody listens everybody so, millions so and I should millions. avoid Russell Westbrook with all yeah, right. <laughs> you <laughs> see him yeah he'll call you out he may have something to say well wow. okay all right, it's time for radio tinder presented by tequila mandala hashtag life changing tequila Lindsay baseball it's all yours Always swipe right on premium tequila like tequila mandala. 
Sorry, I had to get that guy in there again. All right, so as you may or may not know, Costco has been offloading its iconic hot dog combo for $1.50 since the 1980s. And, you know, they want to keep that price unchanged to keep their customers happy. Well, one guy recently decided to take advantage of that by eating nothing but Costco hot dogs for seven days while chronicling his journey. The guy ultimately spent a grand total of $43.50, he said. And while apparently it took a little bit of a toll on his digestive system, he also managed to lose nearly five pounds when it was all said and done. So would you guys eat nothing but Costco hot dogs for a whole week if you could lose an extra five pounds? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I got to be honest about this, and I'm going to have to swipe left. Now, my mother's the kind of person that goes to Costco, and she's like, oh, we have to get the hot dog, darling. And I'm like, ma, I'm not eating the hot dog. All right. Why? What's wrong with? I mean, I've never had them. But what's wrong with the hot dogs? A, I've never had them either. And B, I I have tremendous food guilt. Yeah. So you know, like for me, I'd be like, hey, I just uh, had a Costco hot dog, but now rather than driving home to put all this stuff away, now I got to walk home because I got to burn this hot dog off. Wow. But the guy had seven days of dogs, Demarco, three times a day. It was kind of like what was that movie about McDonald's? The guy that uh, supersized me. me. Yeah, yeah. Th- this guy did the weak version of the Costco hot dog, and he lost five pounds. And I was yep. shocked to find out he lost five pounds, probably because he just had he, it. Just everything was probably just going through him. You know, he's Bun like a middleman. Bun and everything. I think so. Or, okay, wow, I think so. that's incredible. Yeah. Um, My answer is no. I would not do that. Yeah, I got to swipe left too. That's yeah. I'm, I used to eat those Costco hot dogs back in the day. They were good. They they were huge. I kind of <laughs> lost it for hot dogs back in the day, though. Yeah, what? I'm not a big fan Why of hot dogs. Why are you dog. laughing? What's wrong with that? Hot dogs are processed food. I said hot dogs. Really <laughs> Is that bad, too? I can't say hot dogs? Come no, on, Big D. You can say deep. hot dogs. It's <laughs> not like you're Sedano. Wow. Big balls. Wow. <laughs> that was for I yesterday. Didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday with George. <laughs> it's just it, yeah. That's just because that's just because, you know, this young fellow right here, DeMarco, <laughs> he calls hot dogs glizzies. Oh, man. You feel me? Is no, that what a glizzy is? Yeah, a hot dog? It's a hot dog, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. How did the hot dog become a glizzy? Yeah, how did that Who happen? Who made that up? I, I Honestly, I wish I could. That's can, a great question. Yeah, I wish I could be able to tell you, but I, I wouldn't be able to tell Does you. Does anybody know back there how did the hot dog become a glizzy? It just, I don't know. It because just before, is. Tale is oldest time. Wow. Because, it, well, because after hot dog and before glizzy, it was wiener. So, <laughs> you know... <laughs> It was never that Big for me. Balls. There, <laughs> there was, I dro- it was, was always never, hot dog for me. It was always hot dog. I, I never, yeah. No, I was like, let me have an Oscar Mayer wiener. I've never I, said yeah, that I before. Never I've that. never called them that either. Never. Oscar Mayer called them wieners. <laughs> you know, not once. Cappy, you should be the guy that drives around the Oscar Mayer wiener mobile. Wiener mobile? Oh, yes. man. Get one of those little spinny hats. Oh, I you know, with the it. propeller on the top. Wow. I think they it pays me, well. They pay me the right amount of money. I'll I think do it. it pays well. I remember that seeing was a story. Commercial, though, an yeah. Oscar I actually Wiener. feel like I'd be yeah. better served to uh, drive around the Hebrew National Wiener Mobile. Oh, yeah, that's a oh. good point. Myself. But do they have yeah. one? I don't know, but if not, they should get one. When's the last time you had a. Oh, no, that's right. The hot dog. You had one at 920, right? No, 909. 909, excuse me. Yeah, that's you had right. a big hot dog. 920. 22 incher. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of food that may or may not be healthy for you, um, did you know that Smuckers Uncrustables are apparently fueling the Ravens right now? I love Uncrustables. Listen, let me tell you, there is one thing every time I get my Instacart order that I don't care what diet I'm on, 
what mood I'm in, what situation I'm in, I'm always, always, always going to get a box of Uncrustables because that's we my jam question. right there. We have sure. a question. Peanut sure. butter and strawberry jelly or peanut butter and grape jelly? Grape, I'm a strawberry. Grape and only grape. So no, good. strawberry. Only the grape for me. Well, Although, how about you, DeMarco? Because you said you I, had the grape Kool-Aid. Just what's wrong with you people? That you can't make your own PB&J? Yeah, I can, <laughs> but it doesn't taste off? as good. It doesn't taste as what good. What do you mean it doesn't? It's the same I thing. I can't explain it. But no, there's it, a way the bread, yes. there's, a, there's, a, there's a texture to the yeah. uncrustable bread. I can't explain it, and it's the ratio. They have like the perfect ratio of jelly so to peanut butter. So you will only eat Uncrustables. You won't eat PB&Js. It's not that I won't eat PB&J, oh, okay. but like that's like my go-to. If I need a snack and I'm super hungry and I don't have anything to eat or they I don't want to make something, that's what I'm going to eat yes. every single time. They are okay. key on an airplane. DeAndre, yes. are you a uh, team strawberry or grape? I'm, I'm team grape, but you know, me and Parker, when we worked the Lakers and Mavs game, we <laughs> Parker went ahead and while I was still on the court doing content, and he uh, you know, sneaked in some Uncrustables for us because in the media room, they'd be taking those Uncrustables, oh, yeah. man. Oh, They're gone. always gone by the time I get Always wow. gone. Every time. Yeah. Every That's time. because I take them to go in the to-go boxes and I <laughs> put them on your popcorn. <laughs> I know along, with your, uh, yeah, along with your popcorn your pop that you take into the suite. Exactly right. So what's the question here okay, on the Uncrustables? Okay, so like I said, um, the Ravens, like they're known for eating a bleep ton of Uncrustables. They said that they'll eat anywhere from 30 to 60 packs of them a day. Uh, and that's about, it ends up being somewhere around 8,000 Uncrustables per season. So mm-hmm. obviously they're big fans of the Uncrustables. So if you could eat just like one thing for the rest of your life, what would you eat? For me, it's probably Uncrustables. Oh, swipe left. Yeah. Well, you don't have it to would, swipe. It wouldn't just, just be Uncrustables. Yeah. I mean, if you could just have like one thing you you know is always going to be there for the oh, rest of your life. Oh my God. What uh, would it be? I don't know. That's a great question. One thing for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's a tough Water. call. How about water? Water. Water. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I make sure I have water I mean, you for don't the have rest to, of my life. You don't have to be limited to this one thing, but oh. like you know it's always going to be there for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's always going to be right right in your reach. You can eat it any day, any time. Like I told you earlier, ice cream. I'm telling you, ice cream's always got to be there. Mine's wow. Uncrustables for sure. What um, about you, Cappy? Can you think, I think about I'm, it? Uh, I, I've, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I just happen to love this. It's something I eat all the time. Carrots and hummus. That's a very good, healthy choice. Yeah, really not a nice choice. choice. <laughs> I mean, DeMarco, think about that. Carrots and hummus, man. For the rest of your life, every well, I day? Mean, it's that or it's like pizza, you know? I would take the pizza. I wouldn't. I, w- I would take the pizza, I too. For the pizza, the pizza, I could... I, wow, Cap. For the rest of your life, carrots and hummus? I mean, it's crunchy, it's tasty. I mean, by Wednesday, you're going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to start chewing on your own arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'm walking by with a pizza, you know? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, baseball, you got one more for us? I do. Okay, so this one, since we don't have time for big deal or no deal because of the Lakers game, I'll do a big deal or no deal here. So when huge crowds head to Vegas for the Super Bowl next month, about a half a million people are going to walk past the sphere. And because of that, it's going to cost a fortune for advertisers. So normally the sphere features three or four brands each day with approximately four total hours of scream time at about four hundred grand in total, right? Well, costs are going to peak on Super Bowl Sunday itself at about $2 million, and only two undisclosed brands were able to purchase a takeover for the day. So their takeovers will last about 12 hours, and they will be football-specific art that's going to be cycled in throughout both of the activations. So $2 million for a 12-hour sphere takeover on Super Bowl Sunday. Is this a big deal or no deal? Mm, I'm going to say it's a good deal. 
You think that's a good deal? I do. I think that you are going to have not only millions of people on the streets, you're going to have millions of people that are going to be using their video cameras and placing this content all over social media. Mm, that's a good point. You're going to have uh, television cameras from the networks. Um, I, I think that whatever you spend, um, it is a bargain compared to what you're going to receive. I don't oh, know. What do you Cap. think, DeMarco? I'm with Cap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, $2 million bucks is going to seem like a drop in the bucket from the, the eyeballs you're going to draw. I mean, long term from the Super Bowl. I mean, absolutely. Two million is nothing for what you're going to get. I hope they get creative with whatever it is that they show up there because, I mean, to that same point, it costs like $2 million for a 30 second Super Bowl ad, like on the TV broadcast, right? Yeah. And like you guys were saying, I, I know a lot more people are going to see that ad on the TV broadcast, but with all the social media, I guess I didn't think of that. And that's probably a value that, like, you can't really Who, calculate. What two companies are bought? They no have one not knows? said yet. I mean, not said. There's only there's only six total that whole week for the Super Bowl that were allowed to advertise, with only two being on Super Bowl. I wonder Sunday. what the two. Uh, well, one I bet it's one's got to be Budweiser, right? Yeah, one of them's going to be a beer. Yeah, got to be. What's the other? I don't know. Some kind of like Pepsi? chip, or yeah, maybe a soft drink. Yeah, maybe beer, soft drink, or and or maybe chip. That's my guess. Wow. Uh, not sure. All right, well, there you go. There's Radio Tinder. It's presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Now, look, we only have one segment to go because we're about to hand off to the Laker pregame show. I know a lot of you guys right now are stuck in traffic. You're driving into downtown. You're trying to get to the Laker game. You're trying to get to all the pregame festivities in L.A. Live. Take your time. We're going to get you there. But when we come back, DeMarco and I have not yet gotten to the last two playoff games of the divisional round this weekend. I want to hear Green Bay, San Francisco, and the heavyweight fight between Kansas City and Buffalo. We'll get to that story coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Yeah, final segment. We turn it over to Lakers basketball here in just a matter of moments. DeMarco's yeah. in for Sedano. Sedano will be on the national TV broadcast tonight of the Lakers and the Nets. Hey, want to remind everybody that tomorrow the ESPN LA street team will be, and this is starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow, at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Resort and Casino for a UFC watch party. Yeah. And you can win prizes from 710 and Bud Light all night. Experience the greatest sports bar on the planet. That's the 909. Tomorrow night, special thanks to Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up a Bud Light at your convenience store today. And then, DeMarco, I know you and I spent the entire football season out at Yamava Resort and Casino at the 909 on Thursday evenings. But tomorrow is the fight, and then on Sunday is the heavyweight fight of the divisional round of the playoffs. And I want to invite everybody out there, the circle of trust, and everybody who's a 710 listener, hey, come on out to Yamava. Because not only are there four great restaurants inside the 909, not only are there 32 craft beers, not only are there 150 monitors where you can see every play of every game from wherever you are, but if that's not enough stimulation for you, there are about 5 billion slot machines and table <laughs> games and everything you want to play, and it's all happening at Yamava Resort and Casino. We will see you guys there on Sunday. If you can't have fun there, you're a tree. <laughs>